नमस्कार हेलो एंड वेलकम टू रीथी इंडिया मॉर्निंग्स टुडे इज वेंसडे इंडियन कैलेंडर टूडे है पंचमी ऑफ द कृष्ण पक्ष ऑफ द मार्ग शीर्ष मंथ द सन वुड राइज एट सिक्स फिफ्टी वन एम एंड वुड सेट एट फाइव ट्वेंटी फाइव पी एम टूडे इज ऑल्सो बींग कमेमोरेटेड वर्ल्ड ओवर एज द एवोल्यूशन डे Uh, to commemorate the anniversary of the initial publication of uh, Charles Darwin's On the Origin of Species uh, this was published in uh, 1859 on 24th of November and uh, <clears throat> these celebrations have been held for over a century but the specific term evolution day for the anniversary appears uh, to be a neologism which was coined prior to 1997 so starting uh, today's uh, reading india mornings we are what we surround ourselves with so let's surround ourselves with people that push us they inspire us they cherish us and they support us and uh, we should choose people who continuously push us to grow people who fit not just in our present but in our future uh, people who are good for our mental health and people who respect our very boundaries and people who don't judge us based on our worst days so <clears throat> this is uh, some of the Uh, people whom we want to surround ourselves with uh, we would focus our today's reading india mornings on a very key aspect uh, uh, pertaining to procrastination we all know that procrastination is something whereby we delay uh, uh, we delay our functioning or something over there so why we all procrastinate if at all Uh, what is the purpose uh, procrastination as the dictionary meaning says it is the act of putting off doing something that we should be doing uh, till another day or time because we do not want to do it anichcha ke karan karya mein talmatol vilamb ya sthagan that is what procrastination is all about most of us are capable of achieving greater heights but fail to do so why some of the external factors cannot be controlled however most of the time factors for success lie within us procrastination is one of the many roadblocks that could hinder us down the road to greater achievements anyone can procrastinate sometimes we don't even realize that we are doing it however there are also times where we already know that we are procrastinating yet we fail to do anything to stop it why do we procrastinate anyway and what are the effects of procrastination uh, on us uh, there are several reasons as to why we start procrastinating in the first place let's try to understand the reasons behind it uh, uh, the first and foremost is the skill deficiency uh, achieving new goals and objectives require learning and personal growth uh, we will need to develop new knowledge and skills it is all the part of life's journey unfortunately many of us fail to see this uh, we see uh, knowledge or skill deficit as a permanent obstacle to achieving our objectives this causes us to give up on our goals before we have even started 
Now, instead of giving up, let's make an accurate assessment of the knowledge and skills required to complete the task and compare it to the knowledge and skills that we already possess. The difference is nothing more than a training gap. Rather than giving up, let's need uh, to create a personal learning and developmental plan which will enable us to develop the knowledge and skills and bridge the training gap. We might ask if this is still procrastination or uh, as we are effectively pushing the achievement of the goal back. It is not procrastination. It is effective planning. We are identifying the necessary steps to achieve the goal and placing them in the right order. Uh, the second, uh, uh, I would say, uh, reasons why we procrastinate is somehow uh, the lack of interest. Just because one person is interested in or passionate about a particular job, it does not automatically follow that everyone else will be. Uh, we all tend to avoid or delay jobs that uh, we do not find interesting as it is harder to find the motivation. Uh, there are a few ways to deal with jobs that we do not find interesting depending on whether we are the person doing the job or the person assigning the task. Let's first look at it from the perspective of the person doing the job uh, where we could try the following. Uh, uh, we could check out that it does actually have to be done. Ask, uh, we can ask ourselves if there is somebody better suited to completing the task. Uh, we may be able to delegate it or swap it. That is, uh, we can take a job we like better off uh, someone and uh, we take this job off our hands. Now, if we have a low frustration tolerance, break the job down into its smallest components and knock one off at a time. If we can cope with large amounts of frustrations in one sitting, let's schedule a time, block out all distractions and don't even go to the toilet until the job is done. If we are the person who is assigning the job, uh, we will be far more successful if we can find somebody who is passionate about doing the job uh, to assign it to, particularly if it is a one-off job. Uh, somebody who is interested in the same will complete it quicker and to a higher standard with less stress for everybody. Uh, so this is how we can handle the lack of interest part now, what if uh, there is a lack of motivation? Uh, many of us make the mistake of thinking that we should be fully motivated before we begin working on a task or a project. However, this is an unrealistic expectation. Quite often, our real motivation will not arrive until we have started on the job and begun to see some progress. As we progress and we start to see the fruits of our labor, we become more motivated to keep working until we have seen it through. So what about the motivation required to start? The answer to this lies in having a thorough understanding of why we are doing the job and a vision of what the end result would look like. Before we do any work, we should know the benefit of doing it. Uh, <clears throat> we have been seeing it for a long time and we are still amazed at how many people waste large chunks of time completing work which does not need to be completed. In addition, prioritization should be based on importance. In any given moment, uh, we should be completing the most important task that uh, we can complete. Unless we understand the benefits of completing, 
the task, we cannot accurately estimate its importance. Uh, for smaller tasks or projects, understand the benefits of completing the task is usually enough to motivate us. For larger projects, it is important that we build in a means to measure our progress uh, so that we can gain the confidence and motivation from our small achievements. And uh, while these three, lack of motivation, lack of interest and skill deficiency are the prominent ones, there are certain less obvious factors which cause us to procrastinate. Uh, the fear of failure, a very, very subtle one. There are many of us who, uh, for whom uh, fear of failure is devastating. Uh, we see it as a final result which cannot be altered or rectified. We see each failure as a permanent stone stain on our reputation which means that each time uh, that we do not achieve our objective our self-esteem takes a big hit this lack of confidence causes us to defer taking action on any task where we are not 100% confident that we will succeed of course in the era of knowledge workers many of the tasks we face will be new to us so uh, we cannot uh, be possibly 100% confident in our chances of success. This procrastination becomes quite a frequent occurrence and an endless spiral. On the other hand, uh, many of us uh, treat failure as a stepping stone towards learning and ultimately success in life. We understand that mistakes will be made. Uh, we have an attitude of realistic optimism which allows us to believe that uh, we will be successfully completing our task even if it requires more than one attempt. As we might imagine uh, that uh, having this attitude, uh, we are far less likely to procrastinate. Instead, we approach each new challenge with a degree of relish and a level of preparedness to cope with the setbacks. Learning and growth are an essential component of a successful life. It is not realistic to think that we can succeed without experiencing a few setbacks along the way. If we fear that we might fail, let's identify the measures that we can take to increase our chances of success and take them. Let's also build in time to review our actions and learn from each experience. We will soon start to see each new challenge as an amazing opportunity for growth that really is. Now, the contrast of fear of failure is the fear of success. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the key great writers uh, observed once that our biggest fear uh, was not the fear of failure. Our biggest fear is fear of success. Uh, to many of us, success equals pressure and stress. When we think about achieving more, uh, we think only about the negative aspects that come with success. Like as we achieve more, people begin to expect and demand more of you. As we doubt our ability to cope with increased expectations, we choose to procrastinate and sabotage our own success. The truth is that there is no reason to fear success. As we succeed with new challenges, we become more knowledgeable and develop new skills. Our resilience increases if we learn the core skills of personal organization and master them. It does not matter what work we are doing. We will get, uh, all these works would get through. 
at the end of the day, each task is just a task which needs to be completed. And when we break our work down into the smallest tasks, there is nothing which can overwhelm us. And uh, uh, there are times when it is easier for us to complete a task than procrastinate, but we still choose to procrastinate. There is one main reason for this is a underlying rebellion. Uh, uh, some of us are rebellious procrastinators and are more common um, <laughs> uh, than we probably imagine. Uh, we deliberately delay tasks, impede protocols, defy standards and falter expectations. Rebellious procrastination can be done by anyone, especially if we feel that we have been mistreated in some way. If we are dealing with a rebellious procrastinator in us, there are some steps which we can take. Let's discuss the issue openly and attempt to find a solution. Uh, assign work by email so that we have a written record of agreements and communicate clearly, stay on top of deadlines. And for longer projects, we arrange regular updates so that we can identify when things have fallen behind schedule and take immediate action. And let's avoid with them, uh, avoid working uh, with the rebellious procrastinators if possible. So, uh, so uh, this is all what we wanted to share with you on this lovely Wednesday morning about procrastination. Uh, the act of putting off doing something that we should uh, be doing uh, till another day because we do not want to do it. So, uh, so this is one. Uh, moving forward in uh, today's uh, magnificent uh, morning, uh, we would like to also share some 12 laws of karma. Uh, these are quite the baseline, the bottom line of our uh, larger worldview or perspective. The first law is the great law that whatever we put into the universe will come back to us. Uh, the second is the law of creation. Life does not happen by itself. We need to make it happen. We must accept something in order to change it. This is the law of humility. One must accept something in order to change it. Uh, when we change ourselves, our lives follow suit and change too. This is the law of growth. We must take responsibility for what is in our lives. This is the law of responsibility. The law of connection says that the past, present and future, they are all connected. We cannot think of two different things at the same time. This is the law of focus. Our behavior should match our thoughts and action. This is the law of giving and hospitality. We cannot be present if we are looking backwards. Uh, the law of here and now, here and how states this. The law of change says that history repeats itself until we learn from it and change our path. The law of patience and reward stipulates that the most valuable rewards require persistence. Persistence. And finally, the law of significance and inspiration that rewards are a result of the energy and efforts we put into it. Everything in your mornings, our effort remains uh, to share with you some of the finest uh, uh, aphorisms, wisdom aphorisms, which have been initiated by these savants all through the ages. And the whole idea is not to memorize any of them, 
just be enjoy it like a music and whatever feeling whatever uh, gap in your life or whatever inspiration can really inspire you let it just sink in in this lovely morning sipping your morning cup of coffee or tea or your morning walk or your uh, morning yoga whatever you are doing across so we idea remains just to charge up your morning so that there's a productive happy and happening day ahead uh, we would also like to share some seven situations where we should we ought to be silent as they say silence is gold so why so let's be silent in the heat of anger let's be silent if our words will offend a person let's be silent if our words could damage a friendship let's be silent if we can't say it without screaming let's be silent when we don't have all the facts let's be silent when we are feeling critical and finally uh, a meaningful silence is always always better than meaningless words so that's what uh, silence is all about and some of the key productivity tips for the morning that how we can get things done there's a lot on our lot on our laundry list lot on our to do list how to get things done let's have a distraction list make a list of all the things that pop up in our mind other than the work we are doing and dedicate time to them once we are done so the distractors let's have a positive list of distractors on our working table so that let's rest them put them to rest once for all uh, let's also find out our biological prime time it is the time when our mind is naturally the most focused once we know when our when we work the best let's schedule some uninterrupted work time accordingly uh, let's tackle the worst task first uh, it is also called the eat the frog uh, it will give us a sense of relief and energize us for the rest of our tasks and uh, let's also have a stop doing list uh, write down time wasting habits that we want to stop and write down things we should do instead and uh, one thing like let's chew gum gum increases the flow of oxygen keeping us more alert and maintaining longer focus so some of the uh, key tips and let's also learn like king bruce uh, apply the spider technique learn to pay attention to distractions with the spider technique if we get easily distracted by people entering the room let's try to ignore them by maintaining the focus on our task let's keep on weaving our own webs and uh, a small health tip that lets uh, we can add milk to turmeric uh, a natural indic uh, uh, tip uh, making it a thick paste for our lips and this paste is very highly effective in lighting the dark lips so a beauty tip a health tip for this morning and we also want to share on the health part that uh, sitting is considered to be the new age smoking and there are some very very strong health hazards of sitting too much there is a mounting evidence that suggests that we humans are supposed to move a lot unfortunately as we turn more of our labor intensive work over to machines many of us end up spending way too much time sitting down on the job years ago it was more typical for a person to exert themselves physically on the job and while there still are a lot of jobs that involve physical activity 
these jobs seem to be on the decline. Uh, it is hard to even imagine how many people work in service sector jobs now and spend all of the time sitting at a desk or their workstation. Since it is now believed that sitting for too long is actually detrimental to our health, uh, we should be making sure that we are people, uh, they take adequate number of breaks during the day and actually get up and walk around at least. Uh, there is also the possibility of using more flexible work areas that allow people to actually stand for periods of time while walking. Uh, there are some of the key health problems which you want to share with you just to make you more sensitive uh, to the hazards we are looking at it. The first and the foremost is the heart disease. This is a condition that has been plaguing uh, the modern society for decades. Uh, new discoveries are changing the thinking in regards to the behavior that lead to heart disease. And now it appears that sitting too much may be a significant factor. Research studies have found that people who, who spend too much time sitting or engaged in other sedentary activities are more than twice as likely to suffer from cardiovascular diseases. Uh, there's also that sitting down does not allow the muscles to communicate effectively with the pancreas regarding their level of glucose. Uh, the pancreas creates more glucose than the body needs and, many, uh, and may cause an overload in the bloodstream. Uh, this can lead to diabetes and other serious conditions. So pancreatic activity uh, is also one of the challenges which comes through. Uh, for reasons that are still not clear to scientists, it appears that sitting too much increases the risk for a number of cancers, including breast, colon and endometrial, endometrial cancer. And one theory suggests that excess of insulin production linked to inactivity spurs cell growth that can get out of control and uh, result in cancer. So it's all interconnected as we all saw. Uh, sitting is one of the worst things that we can do if we are on a quest to build a six-pack set of abdominal muscles to show off at the beach. Uh, the abdominal muscles play a vital role in helping us stand up and when we sit, they go unused and become loose and can lead to a condition called hyperlordosis, which is also known as swayback. That certainly does not sound like the most attractive posture in the world. Uh, poor blood circulation is another hazard linked to sitting for long periods of time. And when this happens, legs can begin to retain fluid and potentially lead to conditions such as varicose veins, swollen ankles, and even something known as deep vein thrombosis or the DVT, which can result in the formation of clots in the legs, which may then travel to other areas of the body, like the heart and lungs, causing a life-threatening medical emergency. Uh, physical activity keeps our bones in a constant state of regeneration, which causes them to become stronger and thicker. Now, sitting for long periods, on the other hand, does the exact opposite and can cause bones to become more soft and brittle. And this can eventually contribute to conditions uh, such as osteoporosis, which has become much more common in recent decades. Uh, since moving about causes a beneficial increase in blood flow, long periods of inactivity can result in a diminished 
supply of oxygen, rich blood for the brain, which can then make it more difficult to focus on work or even to concentrate on very, very simple tasks. So the brain strain happens to be one of the key outcomes of uh, uh, continuous sitting. And uh, coupled with it is the next strain, people having perfectly designed chairs, desks or work areas, which often leads them to assume unnatural positions such as leaning forward to see a computer screen or tilting their heads uh, to support a telephone uh, handset. And the result could be a strain of the cervical vertebra, which can end up causing permanent damage. And last but not least, the back problems, the discs that made up a, make up a key part of our spinal column are flexible and are designed to flex and move as we move around. As we do so, the disc absorbs vital nutrients from the bloodstream. Sitting for extended periods can cause discs to be compressed unevenly. And this can cause a buildup of collagen uh, that hardens around the ligaments and tendons that help support our spine, which decreases flexibility. So as much as possible, we can find out ways and means to move around, ways and means to uh, keep on standing, walking, roaming around, and not just keep sitting for, uh, for a continuous period of time. So this is what uh, we can really do because that is what sitting is considered to be the new age is smoking. Uh, now coming to the last section of uh, the Rethink India mornings, as we told that today the word is uh, commemorating the Evolution Day because uh, on this day, the publication of Charles Darwin's On the Origin of Species, it was published for the first time. Uh, <clears throat> the United States of America has uh, one of the biggest challenges of uh, the gun violence and the National Rifle Association was formed on 24th of November 1871 on this day and in the year 1434 River Thames was completely frozen on this very day and in World War II the 73rd Bombardment Wing launched the first attack on Tokyo from the Northern Mariana Islands uh, in 1944 during the Second World War as we told and uh, on this very day, Lee Harvey Oswald, the assassin of John F. Kennedy, was assassinated by Jackie Ruby at the Dallas Police Station in 1963. Uh, in 1969, on this very day, Apollo 12 successfully landed on the moon. And uh, uh, during a severe thunderstorm over Washington state, a hijacker calling himself as Dan Cooper, parachuted from a Northwest Orient Airlines plane with a $200,000 in ransom money. And he has never been found. So this uh, saga happened in 1971. And uh, in 1976, on this very day, a devastating earthquake shook uh, Eastern Turkey. And four to 5,000 people succumbed uh, uh, to this and under the newly formed anti-defection law, it was for the first time that the Lok Sabha MP Lal Duhoma was disqualified under this act in 1988 on 24th of November. And uh, in 1999, uh, on this very day, Kunjurani Devi of India won a silver medal at the World Weightlifting Championships uh, held in Athens. So this is what... Uh, 
uh, it's also a very important day uh, concerning the Chinese aggression, the contemporary Chinese aggression, that the external maps of 544, 45 kilometers of the demarcation line between India and China exchanged uh, for the first time uh, uh, in the reign of uh, external affairs minister just one thing. Uh, this was in 2000, the year 2000, uh, the new millennium uh, as we called it. And uh, former Pakistan Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif reached home after eight years of exile in 2007 on 24th of November. Uh, today is also the day of birth anniversaries of the cine of the art film Amol Palika, quite a, a seminal, uh, I would say, Indian actor, director and producer. Today is also the birthday of Montek Singh Aluwalia, an Indian economist and vice servant and he happened to be the... Uh, vice chairperson of the Niti Aayog, uh, quite an important position he has hold. And also the birth anniversary of Arundhati Roy, uh, um, who writes on a host of subjects. And uh, so, so much so far for, uh, uh, for 24th of November, uh, today is Wednesday and uh, with uh, these Rethink India mornings, uh, we wish you all the best for a lovely happening Wednesday, uh, a lovely uh, working day ahead. We would be back again with yet another episode of Rethink India mornings tomorrow. Uh, till then, stay tuned. Namaskar.